It makes me uncomfortable that you're in a relationship yeah. with Sarah. End it now or I'm ending my relationship with you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming. You're listening to There's a Lot to Unpack Here. My name's Vicky. <laughs> My name's Vicky. I'm Aaron. Um, I I know that you guys yell at us a lot for interrupting each other. Can't help it. I'm not sorry. We're doing the thing. Someone, <laughs> someone said a term to it, and so now it's okay. Yeah. We um, got a term for it. I think it was Magnolia. I said uh, collaborative overlapping. Yep. We just collaborated that's what we're, overlap. That's what we're calling it. Our conversations are a bloodbath. So, yeah. We always put it together I, Also, too, like this is our conversations cleaned up. I know, honestly. This no, is us honestly. really trying. I and to be, f- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a wee bit embarrassing, but it is true. I'm fine with it. When your brains meld into one, yes, then it's fine. Yeah, it's an, it's. We're telepathically connected, like so thing, it doesn't matter if we interrupt each other. I feel like it's like that thing when you're like a teenager and like you wouldn't understand. They yes. they love me like no one's ever loved me before. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You don't know what true love is you just because you're old is. and burnt up and uh, yeah, not burnt up. <laughs> burnt up. <laughs> that was so so hopefully, surprisingly hopefully dark. No one is burnt up. <laughs> Speaking of getting burnt up, yeah. I know we've tried this several times now. What? But I just have to. I, it's gonna get brought up every single time. Huh? How are you supposed to walk away after you get done bowling? <sighs> What I is the appropriate amount? I don't think ex- there is. I think that's one of those things that just feels embarrassing, even though it's not meant to be embarrassing. Can you guys please let me know? I just want to know what other people's feels embarrassing, but actually isn't embarrassing. Yeah. Things are like for me, yeah. it's like my, my water shoes. Like if I'm yeah. going anywhere with water, like okay, I'm but water, water shoes, shoes are actually embarrassing, though. That feels so rude. <laughs> they Why? are. No, they're not. Yeah, they, they are. Protect your feeties. Yeah, but they look silly. That's some dork shit. I won't lie. Yeah. But like, also, if I'm in don't, the ocean, don't say that because that's not true. You said if I'm going anywhere near water, I'm wearing water shoes, and that's not true. I promise you, Aaron's not wearing water <laughs> shoes to the pool. When I take a shower, I specifically <laughs> wear water shoes. No, you don't ever wear water shoes unless okay. we go to the lake. Okay, it's it's treacherous. It, well, yes, it's fair. Tre- but like, you don't wear water shoes anywhere else. Like, please don't have the internet visualizing you wearing water shoes like to the water park and to like the beach and the ocean like that's not true um that that's embarrassing oh when we were in hawaii Uh um forever ago i don't i still to this day i don't know how it happened but we had been at the beach for hours yeah and when we got back to the room i obviously dropped my shorts and um, why are you telling the story right now and when i dropped them on the ground i was like god these are so heavy and i flipped them inside out and just like a handful yeah like a literal yeah. handful of sand we literally had to like scoop, scoop it. it into a pile where <laughs> was it. it where was it in where your were shorts. they in my shorts they weren't in my pockets in your shorts. they weren't in my my like they must have been in the liner or something but how did i not feel we walked for hours i had those i had like honest to god <gasps> half a pound of sand in my drawers <laughs> listen for... i just don't relate to that because like bikini bottoms are so like there's no room in there for anything <laughs> other than your bits and so like i cannot imagine i had a lot of bits having that day. <laughs> sand in my underwear and not noticing i must look like a baby with a, a, you probably a had poopy bi- diaper you probably had diaper butt i just and I this goes back did. to and it's like the ocean is such a a, a fickle mistress because she because it's between that and uh-huh. then the jean shorts when I went to the beach when I was a kid and I chafed. I've chafed a chafe that I've never chafed since then. I, Are you just telling everyone about your butt cheeks today? No, the chafing is my we're, legs. Is that a Why are you going to Just because of the sand. It's not in my butt. It no, I would not. <laughs> stuff just falls in there sometimes, I guess. Yeah, between it happens, your cheeks. It happens to, to the... <laughs> Instead of between the ferns, you should have done between the cheeks and just have yeah. like a cheek on each I side. I guess now I'm telling everyone about your butt cheeks. Yeah. You put my... Put my <laughs> Literal ass in I the I can't street. even turn the other cheek on this one because you just see the other one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what are we unpacking today? Uh, we're talking about polyamory oh, today. Oh, yeah. I know that because we talked about this before the episode. We've gotten a couple of questions about this. I <laughs> I really thought you were standing up to leave and I was like... <laughs> I'm done. Okay. I'm not, I'm not filming this, I'm not filming <laughs> what this episode. The fuck? Um, yeah, we've gotten a couple of questions about our particular relationship orientation yep. and there are like some definition words, uh, in polyamory that you'll be sharing with us today. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I will be sharing with you. I am not great with, I'm not going to lie. I, you, I work in feelings. No, I work in, you are just so self-critical. You just do such a, you're such a good talker. 
You speak words so good. Whatever. Um, so we're talking about that today. Um, and then we're also answering some questions about like our own particular yeah. opinions on like different like polyamory structures. To be clear, before we get into this, though, Aaron and I are not fucking experts oh, no. in polyamory. Oh goodness, no. The podcast generally is supposed to be a place where we're able to just kind of be people. And, and ourselves. Like, yeah, well, and talk more about like the real life application of yeah. the theory based stuff that we talk about on the, the main channel yeah. videos. So this is uh, especially going to be that because we have done our own uh journeying with polyamory and so you know this yeah. this is our experience this is like as it relates to our life but like by no means on no planet would we ever prescribe Absolute our thoughts not. and opinions as like the way because that's also the nice thing about oh. getting off the relationship escalator is like that's the whole point we is, talk about it all like, the time you know you're not supposed to be trying to force other people to do things in a particular way well and the cool thing about have a crinkly wrinkly little brain too is yeah. that you can learn new things and grow and evolve mm, and like mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. as we learn new definitions and we learn new phrases yes. and ways to describe feelings and emotions yes then, then we like, evolve our opinions on yes them. yeah um, i think we should really normalize changing your opinion yeah. when you get more information that's you know? the thing too we talk about all the time like if we went back a year or six months or like yeah even like after this episode goes up i'm sure we'll have oh yeah learned well, or i'm sure like, we'll discover something new about yeah, ourselves like oh wow we actually prefer it this way or like yeah. do it this way or you know yeah. like it's just an ever-evolving ever-changing thing and also too i think the cool thing about that too is it's so human centric yeah that you, yeah it's like the thing that's always important to me and I, I always tell this to anyone i'm ever in a relationship with or like yeah. in communication with is mm -hmm. that like i know like this is like kind of like a actually no i think it works but like the flexibility of allowing yourself to like make the relationship look how you want it to look with mm -hmm. each individual person yeah and taking it yes yeah you know like it doesn't like there's mm -hmm. no rigidity there for me yeah oh my god same. did i just say that i'm you, not gonna say it again because i don't want to jinx it i know it. you said it correctly that's, for the first that's the one first of my time. that's one of my essay my uh you have a hard time my, with the word rigidity i know it's a lot of it is a little bit of a difficult word i feel that Ooh, way about the word of, that's, the word edited know, edited but yeah good for me um, but anyways yeah like i was saying though it's just nice to not have this rigidity to like you can just make your relationships look however you want yes and make them applicable to the person you're with yes which is well, yeah. the nice thing like not everyone has to look the same yeah i think that's the other thing that's important as a takeaway from this conversation is that even for people who feel most comfortable aligning with one type of uh polyamorous relationship yeah. it's not um a foregone conclusion that all of your relationships will be that way oh, it's yeah. not like this sort of prescriptive like rule-based thing where yeah. like if you decide as like a solo poly person or like a polyamorous person with partners or a monogamish person yeah yeah that like I'm interested in garden party polyamory that like you're never allowed to have a parallel yes, relationship yes. or like, you know, a more involved relationship or like a triad or yeah. something, you know, like that's not, that's not real. Oh, that's the beauty of it is that it changes yes. as your like needs yeah. and your desires and your wants yeah. change too. Yeah. I think there's a very interesting conversation to be had too about how people's uh, approach to their uh, relationship structures will change over time. Yeah, you know? I, I, that's totally understandable as you learn new things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like based on what's happening in your life and your emotional oh, availability and yeah. you, like your schedule and stuff, honestly, that is another important thing to, to think about oh, when like finding your your comfort level with yeah. like the, the type of relationships you're engaging in. People say in polyamory all the time that uh, love might be infinite, but time isn't. Time is not. And I, I, can, <laughs> I can attest to that too because yeah. that's the other thing too that I ran into is that like mm -hmm. there are certain times when like I'm very like deep in relationships and like yeah. um interacting with several people at a time yeah um and like I very much do the thing I do the tropey thing where like mm -hmm. my my personality very quickly becomes those people that I'm yes. around and so yes. then I like I lose little bits of myself yeah and so like right now like I'm trying to work on an album again yeah and so like I've like taken a step back yeah to be um, more like in yourself yeah and so again it's just like a lot of work yes to like it's I, I truly just don't because I know you get the comment all the time like huh. I have enough I have enough trouble with one relationship or managing oh, one yes. relationship yeah, I, don't I can't know how imagine you do it. yeah having and like Google calendars for one yes oh my um, god but no, very honestly, though, like it calendar. very much. And I think, too, that's the thing, too, is like that's the cool thing for me hmm. about having this flexible view of it, at least like polyamory to me. Yeah. Is this ability to approach relationships with each because I wouldn't like the amount of time I give to you. Yeah. Would not be appropriate to give to someone else. Maybe that I was like on a casual. Met. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think leaning with that energy too and like you know like and also too i think having a seat at the table too yeah we've learned a lot is it's that like, like an earned thing and not an yeah. entitled thing yeah not giving everyone as much access um yeah. right away too because also like that sometimes can bite you in the ass yes well and there's like a, a safety aspect to that too of right course. that like absolutely protecting the people that you're in relationship with who yeah. have earned your trust sometimes requires you to tell new people that like 
you know, I desire for you to have a seat at yeah. my table, our collective table, but like, I can't just be giving those out to any like Tom, Dick or Harry. Yeah. And so like in order to protect the emotional safety of these other folks and myself, like I am sort of going to hold you at arm's length for a little while until yeah. we have developed some more trust like and normal. like a consistency and a stability that like allows me to feel safe yeah. to like fully integrate yes. you into our life. You yeah. know, that was definitely something that I got myself caught up into in the beginning. Yeah. It was just like out, out of the gate right off the like bat like the equality people, thing yeah. yeah like everything it's must hard. be perfectly equal must be perfectly yes. fair and i think unlearning that expectation <clears throat> has been yeah. like super helpful at least for me yeah um, because obviously too i want things to be equitable and like well of course fair, yeah there's also across. a lot of discourse about that in the polyamory circles oh, really? too that's kind of toxic in my opinion oh can you tell me a little bit about that yeah or? well so we obviously we entered into polyamory as an already married couple, which is a somewhat common thing for folks to do. I know we thought we were so that we were such uh, I know we were like uh, well, and also that like we felt like outsiders in the community, yeah. only to learn that like actually a lot of people do this, yeah. right? There's just like some considerations that you want to make ethically when doing that. A lot but of like you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of discourse in the polyamory community, sort of in the like in the sense of like in order to be an ethical polyamorous person, you yeah. have to be giving everyone equal yeah. time, equal access, equal, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, especially around the rhetoric of like primary partner yeah, um, and, and like hierarchical polyamory yeah. um, that like, you know, if you are practicing any type of hierarchical polyamory that you're like not a real polyamorous person or that you're like being a toxic polyamorous person and which like, is funny because poly is like doing things the way you want at least yes. in my, so like yeah by breaking these like stereotypical cultural yes. values but then like you're instilling yeah new values, it's like new cultural like value that's I like trade, right and wrong yes like we didn't trade this yeah. for a, another set of rules basically yes, exactly um which i think also gets to the point uh of this episode which is that i want to be super clear in addition to us like not being experts and not wanting to like prescribe our way Never. of doing things yeah. um it's also important to hold that in your mind that like everyone will find a new or different or like slightly varied yeah. <laughs> approach to practicing uh essentially like non-monogamous relationships yeah and like that's fine right like for me the thing that or, and it's i guess for us, I, in my opinion it should be encouraged yeah the thing that we continue to come back to is that as long as everyone involved is like consenting to that they feel seen they feel valued they feel yes yeah everybody yeah. feels like okay with the agreement that we've reached yes. then like there's no reason that you can't structure your relationship like that you know again as long as it's not hurting anyone or like yeah. creating any kind of harm or, or like inequity you know which is another thing too that like relationships ideally are equitable rather than like 100 percent equal all the yeah. time yeah and I feel like initially, too, we kind of got caught up in that, like, everything needs to be perfectly equal. Otherwise, we're and being unethical. And, yes. and, like, that's not true, right? No. Like, relationships can be equitable and, like, not perfectly equal in the yes. sense of especially our time. Oh, that, like, uh, yeah. I can't devote the same amount of time, especially to a new partner oh. that I devote to you because, like, we live together. We own pets together. We, like, sh you know, share yeah. um, financial entanglement. We own a business together. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we have to be doing this shit. Like, yeah. we, we can't be Just devoting put, that same amount of time. Exactly. And that doesn't mean that our relationships are inequitable. Uh, or, like, less valuable or less important. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just that the time spent is going to be yes. unequal sometimes, and that's fine as long as everyone agrees to that. Yes. You know? And, and I think I always will come back to food because i think it's just the best way to describe things but mm -hmm. like as you would have different uh types of foods and seasonings like every yeah. relationship has its own flavor oh you know? that's cute yeah i like so that sprinkling little seasonings yeah i know every and every you know you don't have to season everything exactly the same yes and quite frankly i, I don't think you should think yeah exactly exactly yeah so let's get into some definition okay. stuff just to clarify what the fuck we're talking about especially for people who don't know because you're probably a yeah. little annoyed at us for just yamming on for this long so i don't know i think if they're um, here, i think they like i like i think that's i like fair. to think some of you like us yeah you guys on. like us so there are <laughs> many different uh, definitions yeah. in ways we're going to cover some of the more like popular or like uh, commonly discussed i think like the most yeah because i think that's the other thing too is more people enter into it it yeah. seems as it grows in popularity yeah, um yeah. then like just like the like there will continue to be yes. new terms and new phrases and yeah. new ways to describe things yeah which is totally fine and understandable and like i don't yeah. i think sometimes too i feel like sometimes some of the energy is like the um like our parents like oh those damn kids in their music they don't know what good music is anymore mm -hmm. i feel like it's the same thing with relationships sometimes yeah. they're like well you're not doing it polyamory how they did it yeah, how we did back it back in the day, day. yeah and like just um, let people do things and like man. yeah i know just let people figure it out let people along have the things, way. god yeah yeah so yeah we are going to talk about the more like common ones the first okay. of which being uh parallel polyamory okay i'm sure that there are other terms for this but like our general understanding of this um is that parallel polyamory is more of a like 
I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're like moving alongside people. Yeah. There's another definition that's also key here that we should talk about, which is metamor. Oh, um, yeah. There's so many. Get ready for the definitions. I know. Yeah. So metamor basically refers to your partner's partner. So if yeah. you were dating somebody named Sarah, Sarah would be my metamor. Yeah. Right. Uh, metamor basically meaning that like you are involved with them and they're your partner, but they're yeah. not my partner. I should have brought a graph. I know. We need like a little basically, diagram. Like, like one person, like I'm here, <laughs> like I'm yeah. here. Yeah. And then you're over there. Yes. And then Sarah and so would, it would be, be on your side of yes. the thing. This is like why. A, like a, it looks, it helps to like a. Like a graph. Or what's the. um Like a genogram. Polycule. Yeah. Well, that's what yes. I was literally about to say is that this is why people refer to their circle um as polycules because it does start to look like a molecule after a certain point so yeah metamor basically meaning like your partner's partner yes um and parallel polyamory basically meaning that you don't directly interact with your metamors at all or you interact with them very very little and i think Um, another term that's important too so then in that situation i'm the hinge yes so like you're the hinge partner sarah's over here aaron is here Mm -hmm. mickey is there yeah mickey and sarah are like on opposite ends of this not but, in opposition but like you know no, yes but like sides. on the opposite sides yeah and i am the hinge like think of a door yeah you're in the middle yes basically yeah and so basically what that means then is that in a parallel um orientation people will vary in their personal approach to like disclosure right totally for some I've, people yeah. parallel polyamory means that like i wouldn't even know that sarah exists i wouldn't know sarah's name we don't it's know you're a, going on dates with yeah, sarah. like a firm yeah. don't ask don't tell policy yeah. um but for some people parallel polyamory basically means that like i'm aware of her existence i'm aware that you you know um go on dates with her spend time with totally. her or whatever but i don't directly interact with her it's not like yeah. i have her phone number we don't have a group chat we're not like sitting Buds, down and chit-chatting out, having a drink yeah. together yeah yeah absolutely um so if you were doing that though yeah what would we call that um yeah so that's like the sort of middle ground one um yeah people call this garden party polyamory or sometimes people call it kitchen table polyamory like the, you said something about birthday party yeah that's not a term to be clear no, but no, like no. It, but uh, yeah, it's a good basically, way to... the energy here is that in in this more like slightly more involved arrangement people use the term garden party or kitchen table to describe this phenomenon of like if you and your metamor were sitting at a kitchen table together um or like if your hinge partner had a birthday party everybody would be there and everyone would feel comfortable with that weird awkward yes it's not like a i pretend that you don't exist or i don't have no concept of who you are yeah Yeah, but also Mm -hmm. um the key distinction here would be that i wouldn't be romantically or or sexually or like you know involved in a relationship with sarah outside of just like the mutual respect of like we both care about you we both want you to be happy right i think this for a lot of people seems to be like the approach that especially like new polyamorous people vibe with the most people seem the kitchen or parallel or kitchen kitchen table garden party kind of vibes yeah um because it seems to be like the more community oriented approach for a lot of people um and this is also the approach that tends to be most commonly associated with like the chosen family thing right like the polycule thing yes um because in a parallel sense uh depending on like what your involvement or lack of uh there is um you're not like really interacting with these people and so your relationships kind of remain independent like you know sarah would still be on the polycule but she's not like a part of my life necessarily not like coming over the house and like yes yeah exactly having sunday dinner or whatever yeah so that's like sort of the brief overview um for kitchen table garden party vibes yeah um the third one that a lot of people are aware of is um I have heard it referred to as lap sitting. I'm sure that there's another term for this. I feel like I've heard another term, but now I can't think of it. But I think I know, I, not, same. after hearing it again, I think I know. Yeah. Um, lap sitting polyamory basically meaning that like either you and your metamors are like very, very involved in each other's yeah. life or that you are like romantically involved with yeah. each other. Um, a lot of people call this like a thruple situation. Personally, oh, yes. I just fucking hate the word thruple. I don't know why. I just hate yeah, it. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. And like it's just the meaning behind it or like the, no, the word itself. No, I think it's, it's or... like the mouthfeel of it that really irritates me. I like That's the word triad better. Triad. I do like the word triad. Yeah. Remind I think me... also because polycules kind of remind me of geometry. So triad just like makes more sense. Oh, yeah. Then thruple sounds more like a fling uh-huh. to me. It's yeah. perfectly fine definition, of course, to be clear. Yeah, no, it's fine. But you I, can use triad, words you want. triad sounds a little bit more scientific. Yeah. It does sound a little more geometrical. For, to me, it just sounds more adult too. I don't know why. You know, kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of get that though yeah. in a way that doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. Okay, good. Thank yeah. you for tracking I'm picking up what you're laying down. Um, but yeah, so like lapsitting polyamory um, can be either like the trope that a lot of people are aware of with polyamory because we see it popularly represented in media. Yeah. 
Um, or like really it's the only representation in media that polyamorous people get, uh, which is the like communal collectivist, oh. um, like that episode of the, the how to build a sex room I show. Exactly. Where you were going. I knew exactly. Like immediately. there's nine of us and we all live in the same house and we all sleep in one bed and we all have group sex yes. every night. And like for some no. people that's a reality and that's a wonderful yeah. and like valid orientation, but it's worth pointing out that that's somewhat rare, right? I, <laughs> the odds very of much that happening like to, are yes. not super high. Yeah. I think a lot of people are also sort of, um, or they are, and we just added ourselves. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Um, I think the other problem with that though, is that it can steer people away from polyamory because like the thought for people is like, I could never do that. Right. Like I could never live with eight other partners or like I could. Yeah. Same. Like how do you manage that? Um, and like, again, for some people that's a reality and that's great, but first of all, it doesn't have to be. And second of all, I don't know that it's like the most commonly occurring. I think, for a lot of people, like the the parallel garden party thing tends to be the most common. Well, and I think, too, that's the interesting thing about it, too, is like very much in the beginning, my understanding of it was like, oh, if you're polyamorous, you have to have like multiple 35 partners at yeah. a time and yes. make sure everyone and be is constantly that, like, dating. Also, yeah. And everyone yeah. is at the highest tier of like uh-huh. intimacy and involvement and yeah. disclosure and like communication. Yes. And like that simply doesn't work that way. No. Like they're like, no, you really I think, too, especially for us, because we were married for so long prior, like, I think we forget sometimes how much energy and, like, care and compassion has to go into a yes, relationship to grow. Yes, get to that place. Yeah, and, like, also, too, yeah. if the other person isn't putting that in, too, mm-hmm. then, like... Then you're sort of in a weird spot like of, like, what horse. are we doing? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think the, the sort of logical follow-up question, then, is, like, what approach do we employ in yeah. our relationship? I'm curious what your answer is going to be. Because I don't know that we've like officially had a conversation about like this is our orientation so much as we have like had conversations about like for this relationship, this is what feels good for this relationship. This is what feels okay. You like, you know, I feel like almost for me too, like I wouldn't label it, but I think like currently at the moment, like parallel obviously Mm -hmm. sounds the most, but also with the people you've been involved with as of late, um, I'd say like garden or like kitchen table obviously feels. Yeah. um, Like closer to the truth. Yeah. 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 Like I wouldn't like if, if you, like if I bumped into you guys or something out and about, like I wouldn't be like offended or like, Oh my God, don't see me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it would just be, Um, it would just be a thing. And also I think, and I, I can't believe who I heard this from and it was someone I never expected. Mm -hmm. Um, but this was kind of like a, a, a mindset shift too. Yeah. Is they told me there's I'm trying to a, suss out who the person no. is. No. Um, well there was a situation, either way, regardless. It's not <laughs> important. And they told me, you know, the idea that yeah. someone else would care for someone else that I also care for a lot. Yeah. And that just means that they have two people that really cares for them. Yeah. Care for them. Um, is like I think the coolest thing you can do it's really for sweet. someone. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're not, it's not like a undermining. It's not like an undercutting. You're not like trying to. It's not like you, competitive. You're not like trying to. Yes, it's not competitive. You're not trying to steal. Yeah. Someone's partner. Like you're no. just enjoying and getting to be like cool and intimate and connected with someone else and like share that and like, yeah. you know, like foster another relationship and like give life. You yes. Know, and yeah. Like put energy into another mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing that resonates with me the most too is that um, there's a term in polyamory. People uh, call it compersion. I, I have heard this. Can you explain it again, though, real quick? Yeah, let me just Google it and make sure oh, yeah. that that's the correct term. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time. Uh huh. When you Google it, it says something about like sympathetic joy for another person. Oh basically. yeah. Sort of in in the same vein as like empathy. Um, oh yeah. But it, like about positive things, right? That like that. Yeah. it's very much what you're describing. That like it's just it feels really good. Yeah. And joyful to see someone that you love also being loved by other people and experiencing yeah. happiness with other people. And the thing that's funny about this to me too is that people sort of balk at this concept in regards to romantic relationships, okay. right? Like yes, very we get much. the feedback all the time, <laughs> um, both on the internet and from people in our real life um, that like, I don't know how you do it. Like I would yeah. be so jealous. Like, don't you ever get insecure? And like, first of all, obviously, I know yes. someone once told me they're like, Oh, polyamorous <laughs> people don't get jealous. Like literally like, did no. Did you evolve so far that you just stopped being a human? I haven't self-actualized to that degree, yeah, I can assure me. you. Yeah. I don't know what self-help meditation you're on, but yeah, like I haven't that's... I have not figured that one out yet. Yeah, I am entirely not that person. No. Um, which is another myth about polyamory, but we can get into that in I... a second. But that like this feeling of joy and excitement that like yeah. we talked about this a lot when we first started exploring like being monogamous oh, and whatever, yeah. that like I just want to see you win, man. Like yeah, I, know. I I love you and I think you're so cool. Same. And it makes me so happy to see other people also yeah, seeing like how cool 
you are because yeah. you're like ah, i know it's like it, yeah. the relationship with the metamor is kind of a cool and unique thing because you you both get to be like i know aren't they so cool and like they're so yeah. sweet and they're so cute and like all this like fun excitement that you share about this person that you both love but just like you know slightly differently yeah and it's I like think, a really neat community yes. like collectivist view yes and i think for me too is like once you unlearn kind of the ownership yeah like the patriarchal yeah. views that like yeah. monogamy kind of has mm-hmm. um and like this not all monogamy to be clear but no. some of it but i mean like generally like generally speaking like culturally yeah oh yeah like and also the like yeah. the competition and the like the the stereotypical like winning the the like love means the, being chosen above yes, all others yeah yes like you were picked above the rest that means like, you, they love you the most yes and like yeah. this kind of idea that like to put a person on a pedestal and like yeah you know yeah hundred percent. I think, yeah, that just doesn't like resonate with me like it Agreed. used to, you know. Yeah. Well, and I think also when you and I looked really deeply at why we felt uh, secure in a monogamous relationship, yeah. it became clear that that was coming from this place of like, I won and so therefore I'm better, right? Yeah. Um, and like, that's not real security. That's not what real I, stability looks like in a relationship. I, yeah, I because, have something that if you if you mm-hmm. left me, then you would never, you would, you yes, would fizzle out. You because, would, you yes, would if my self-worth ruined. is based on being chosen by someone else, then I'm giving someone else the control of oh, how I so see much myself, power. right? Yeah. Um, and like, that's fundamentally unhealthy. Like, that's not a thing that I want to feel. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and so for us, like unlearning that about ourselves and then applying that to our relationship with each other, yeah. Yeah. It became kind of like this logical next step then that like, of course, uh, seeing you be happy with someone else doesn't take anything away from me. No. You and know, I, and I think that's the thing, too, that I think and I can understand I can totally understand <laughs> that it's a hard uh, kind of like concept to wrap. Oh, yeah, your, of course, it is. especially coming from like a, a monogamous mm-hmm. viewpoint that like seeing yeah. like you would think it would be an automatic slight to yourself or like the yeah. like someone made like someone buying drinks mm-hmm. for someone at a bar or like someone. Yeah. Or you're like your, your partner, your yeah. other. Yeah. Um. Or like giving them a compliment or like saying something nice. Like it doesn't uh-huh. need to be met with this like catty, like antagonistic. Oh, like, why don't you just go fucking date them or something? Kind of, you know, yeah, like, exactly. Well, in our case, we would be like, oh my God, are you going to like, I know, I'd be like, go, 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 go. go, go. go. Um, but, <laughs> I'll go hide in the corner. But yeah, like it's not a slight, it, it, it turns into this like, um, you know, that thing when like parents are responsible for their children. And so, like anything their kids do, then like they mm, feel. Yes. I'm having trouble putting the terms together, but like you know what when, I'm talking. When parents view their kids as a limb or an like extension an of themselves. Yes. Yes, and so like your relationship, your other person. I think that's the yeah. other thing too is like helping realize and like treating you like a your own individual Autonomous, person. Autonomous. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. like it's not a slight against me. Like I'm not responsible. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like what the yeah. choices that I make in my life are not a reflection of your value. They're yeah. a reflection of me and my yeah. wants and needs and like, you know, all of like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm learning yeah, I think it's been. it's similar in that because when parents do this with their kids, right? Like if my kid doesn't go to college or get some high paying job, then like I'm a bad I'm, parent, yeah, right? I like failed. that reflects yeah. poorly on me when the truth is that like maybe your kid just doesn't want to go to college, right? Or maybe your yeah. kid has decided that the emotional and financial stress of going to college isn't worth it to them. Yeah. Um, and that that's a choice they're allowed to make for themselves. And like, it doesn't have to mean anything yeah. about anyone, but especially about you as their parent, you know, cause they're, they don't exist as like only part of you they exist separately in the world as their own person and so in relationships it's kind of that that like someone else valuing you or wanting to be romantic with you doesn't mean that i'm not providing you with enough like i'm not doing like i'm like i'm somehow failing at our relationship yeah i'm learning that i think that's the thing i was trying to get to is like yeah someone else treating you well yes and also take like uh taking an interest in you yeah um, is not like a slight like oh Correct. my god I have I have failed. failed my marriage yeah like that's not um I think that's the other key learning that has helped a lot in okay. our journey oh, I agree. is embracing the idea that we are both simultaneously not enough because no one is and yeah. also very much enough plenty yes because like for us the reality is that in order for me or you to be themselves to like really honor their own autonomy and their uniqueness and their identity it will mean then that you can't be perfectly aligned with your partner because there are no two perfectly identical people right there's no such thing as partners fitting together like perfectly like mirror image puzzle pieces of each other it's just simply not a reality and i think we can attest to that as people who have grown up together very 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 closely yeah well and especially because we've had to do that identity work over and over and over and over again i know i feel so embarrassed (laughs) 
when we were 16 i told you you know as long as oh, i never change I and you never change then like what we have will never change yeah and the truth um, is that like that's quite the, the opposite, opposite. <laughs> yeah and i like you know the sentiment was nice it was but, sweet. like um, i liked it at the time little, little it made sense in my 16 year old brain but yeah like there there is no way that any two people could be perfect mirror images of each other yeah. and have the exact uh same interests and contrasting it's opinions just... and, and like be the sort of perfect we've come dovetail. close yeah but like it's just not... In the same way that there's no perfect people, there are no like perfect uh, compatible partners. Yeah. And so what I mean when I say that like I'm not like enough in that way is that like I want to be committed to me, right? Like I want to be committed to my identity and the things that are important to me, the yes. things that like stir up my insides and make me feel good. And those parts of me that align with you, which for us, it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, are mutually enriching. And it's yeah. really life-giving to share those and to like create connection around those. Yeah. But the parts of me that are intrinsically me that aren't like particularly resonating with you are not bad. And they're not no. things that I should abandon. They're things that I can enjoy with other people. And embrace. And yes. Like you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so being able to do that um, has been really freeing in regards to like, I like, it's not a slight against you mm -hmm. to say that like, I really enjoy, I don't know, talking about like, I don't know, plants or like, totally, yeah, like, you know, like whatever, like other like parts of me that don't necessarily yeah. resonate with you, um, with another partner that like really, really gets that, you know, when it takes a lot of stress off your plate too, I feel like to be like this person who is like, yes, perfectly available and like, yeah, accessible because and, like, now you don't have yes. to feign, um, interest, proficiency, uh, like availability yeah. for a thing that doesn't fill up your cup. You know, yeah. like I have the freedom to explore that with other people in the same way that you have the freedom to explore that with people exactly. that like, you know, it's like the sort of mirror image thing. Yeah. We sort of got away from the topic of like relationship structures, I know, but I'm really enjoying it? this conversation. I'm though. fine with it. I think we're learning a lot of things <laughs> along the way though, as we normally do. Yeah. What is your take on then, like what our structure yeah, is. I would imagine. So here's the thing. Oh. When we first, when See, every we, time you hit me with the here's the thing, <laughs> when we first embarked uh, upon our bomb. our polyamorous journey, okay, I remember us sitting down to have a conversation about like several. Of them. What do we want to do? Totally. Right, which is so naive and so cute thinking oh. back on it because like you can't plan for stuff like that. This is you my won't only know advice. until you get yeah. into it. I will say get all the safeguards you can in place before you start. Yes, but of course. Um, like just healthy, be ready for the ride. Yeah, healthy communication is key, oh and my like God. healthy conflict resolution Honesty, strategies is yes. so integral. Um, but also at the same time, like we had this idea. I think we mm -hmm. said initially, like, I think kitchen table polyamory feels like a good fit, right? Yeah. And then as we unlearned this, like, false uh, <laughs> idea about, like, forcing uh, equality and, yes. and like, you know, the time thing all the time. Everything has to be the same and fair for everyone. Yes. We started to practice more of, like, a parallel approach yeah. to polyamory than we did kitchen table, but not because... There is like a lack of desire to meet our metamors or because there's yeah. like a lack of interest or like, you know, especially not because there's like an insecurity or a discomfort with that. Yeah. But because to me, meeting a metamor is a big deal, you yeah. know, um, and I know for some people it won't be. But I think because that's like, one thing I think we definitely differ on is like, I don't know if it's. Yeah. Like to me, it doesn't. It, it's not as big of a deal to you. Uh, no. Yeah. Listen, I have a Scorpio stellium. I'm very private. Okay. I I'm like, <laughs> I am fiercely it committed to you. being mysterious. <laughs> it becomes you. Um, And so like to me, meeting a metamorph is a big deal. I think like I also do this too with like my friends and stuff where you like are, yeah. I don't even tell people that I have matched with someone or that I'm going on dates with someone. Like I don't think I told my best friend about my current... I don't know if I want to call him a partner, but like the person that I'm seeing yeah. until like well after I had sort of established that like, oh, this is a person I want to continue seeing where things go. Well, and I think that's totally fair, too, because the way things fizzle out and just. Yes, because like... it's so fucking annoying. It's oh, absolutely. Like selfishly also too i just find it embarrassing to be like yay i'm so excited about this person it's going so well and then somebody asks you about it and you're like oh yeah no i haven't talked like, to them in weeks yes, yeah no literally awful yes um so for me i think it's not so much that we like practice parallel polyamory in the sense that like there's this conscientious decision to avoid yeah. it so much as it is like a, a gradual on-ramp of things right like yes. as i feel safer as I develop more trust with this yeah. person because like I'm not a person who just gives out trust very easily no. I, I hold people at arm's length for a little while yeah. before I feel comfortable Understandably and so, so like as that gets 
more settled, then I yeah. feel more comfortable to be like, okay, yeah, like you can meet this this other partner of mine who's like, you know, constant in my life. Yeah. Like you are very Someone much. Someone you can trust that's not going to just like yes, go yeah. through essentially like. Well, yeah. And I think that's the other thing that's hard for me too is that like I take the responsibility of that very seriously. Yeah. Like I would never introduce it's you important. to someone who had the potential to like impact your life emotionally yeah. and like potentially hurt you. Well, we've heard you know? horror stories too. So like, yeah, under, like, uh-huh. yeah. With people who like very much own. rush that process. I'm glad we were not, those are not our own to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, I think we are sort of like a mix of the two. Yeah. I think like in ideal circumstances, the idea of having that comfortability to like all hang out at your birthday party and like, you know, share big moments in our life or like, especially um, the idea of like during difficult moments in life to be able to like let your partners know that like, Hey, this is going on. Like, I don't know if they'll want to talk to you more than they want to talk to me about it. And like that kind of a thing. Like that's um, so fucking cool. Yeah. That's like an ideal arrangement to me, but I guess, it just takes time and like a pretty conscious effort to like build up the trust before we oh, get totally. there. And I think you know? too, to to say it too as well to <sighs> to say we're both picky as fuck would be an understatement. Oh yeah, we're so annoying. Um, but and not even from like a like a labels thing or like a no. like especially after like dating apps and stuff too. Like I just much prefer like organic in yes. the moment connections and stuff, which is so hard. Um, yeah, but I'll, yeah, we could talk about that. Forever. I know, yeah, we could talk about that forever. Um, Meeting people in person is just difficult, especially well, when like, you wear a wedding ring. Um, especially the whole um, like dating apps thing is just abysmal. I know, it's so um, bad. But I regularly think about moving to a big city just I'm so that just our experience that, on dating alone. apps would be easier. But yeah. also, I feel like it might be worse at the same time. I know, I feel like <laughs> just because, yeah, I think that's the thing that I've learned um, between like Tinder and everything, just because like yeah. generally femme presenting people have more matches doesn't necessarily mean they're getting no. like more matches, you know? And well, it doesn't mean that they're good either. Exactly. No, that's you exactly because I emphasize the match. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, yes. that, that's I, what I meant. Yes, by I that. get what you're saying. Thank you. Yeah. So actually, one of the other questions that we got okay. was about practicing parallel polyamory, but like to the nth degree, where like basically okay. you, you aren't aware of your um metamor's existence. You're not aware of like they're like, their, their, like goings on or, or yeah, or, or okay. any of that kind of stuff. And I guess the question was like more so, is it possible for someone to have a healthy relationship practicing this like very stringent, yeah. almost like a don't ask, don't tell sort of approach? Yeah. Which I'm curious your thoughts about. I've experienced not with you obviously, but like other people who practice mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. ends. And I think it's yeah. kind of a layers thing. Okay. Because I think say for more about that. people who are solo poly and like live on their own and like do their own thing and like yeah. that sort of a thing, but mm-hmm. aren't committed. Like I feel like that it's almost like one step of it's like because I always look at poly too, especially in like the dating phases and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. really just like dating with more honesty. Yeah, honestly, I feel that because honestly. I run into that a lot too, where people are like, "Oh, polyamory, I could never. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. How can yeah. you date so many? Have so many like, people at the same time? Yeah, but then like people who are actively looking, especially when you find people who are like on dating apps like get fucking married basically oh yeah, um, yeah yeah then like basically checking and testing everyone that you can yeah you know like you're not really doing anything different but you're just lying about unless yeah. you're telling everyone because i very much have seen plenty of times yeah. where people get upset because like oh you were dating someone else when there was no uh-huh. explicit yeah like um, well we were exclusive but like we hadn't had the exclusive no conversation one, yeah, no so like had, is it bad if you were dating someone else but yeah, like you know you like that like, kind of a thing there was no communication about what your intentions were your yeah. status or any of that sort of thing yeah um and so i feel like because I mean, like when I go on dates with people that are polyamorous, like the understanding is like, this yeah. is like you're probably dating other people. Yes. And also too, like I really don't normally mind mm-hmm. talking about other people's dates and stuff. And too, yes, like it's quite I interesting love it. To me. I, I do think too. it's so fun. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just like, I always just kind of make the comparison. Like it's no different than dating regularly. Yes. Just, we're just on the same page that we're like, dating other people. Yeah. Well, and I think in the early like talking phase thing, yeah. like a lot of people who are not polyamorous are very comfortable with the idea that this person you're in this talking phase thing yeah. with or like this early like dating phase with are also probably seeing other people they I, might that be would sleeping be my, with other that would people be my impression. i would yeah. never think i would never think that someone i just started yeah is like yeah. exclusive with you already oh, yeah. right and like people are pretty comfortable to conceptualize that as not cheating i, I you know I, in my opinion it's not I, there's no there's, there's no, no commitment way. that's been made absolutely there yeah yet, i would you know? that's totally fair game um and so i think with polyamory it is very similar in the sense that like you're just being upfront that like yeah. i do want to date you i do want to like devote time to you and you know emotional attention and like yeah. whatever and also i do that with other people you know yeah. like i just want to be really upfront and ethical about the fact that like this is the state of affairs and like you know yeah. it, it 
it really like when you compare, like when you Venn diagram them, they're really not that different. I think the main difference there, honestly, is like the relationship escalator. Yeah expectation because that's also a thing that like you and i have been um especially recently like a lot more upfront about that like this is the (laughs) the state of affairs here like i'm already legally married and so of course if you feel this strong pull to be married to someone you you need to know that like this relationship cannot escalate to that point because like First of all, I'm not divorcing my partner. Um, But second of all, like that's illegal, right? Like literally cannot do that. I can't fulfill that need for you. And so if that's a non-negotiable, then like we should just not, you know, yeah, like wish you the best. (laughs) See you never kind of a thing. Yeah. And so like that's really to me the only like dividing factor in like that approach, you know, like it to me, it's really not that different. I think and I think going back to your regular question, then like don't ask, don't tell. Basically, I hate using that term for it. But I know. Like, I don't really know what else to call it, though. Yeah, because obviously that has that like was a the totally way that, different connotation. That was the way that somebody asked it to me. And so I like sort of latched on yeah. that phrase as I do. We'll keep using that phrase because I think it's just easiest to like describe what's going on, but like very much not associated with yeah, the, what not, was going on in the that. military in the early yeah, no, no, yeah. 2000s and or yeah. actually not, not even early, like yeah, the whole time. Like, yeah, the yeah. whole time. But so. I think for me, the biggest thing I've seen for that that I don't personally agree with that or like Mm -hmm. am drawn to that is like the safety thing oh yes Um, yes because i've had instances with one of the people like they were gone for several days and i'm not even their primary partner um but i'm like in vicinity of them he's like a little scary and like like just no one knew where their partner was yeah feels and then come to find out like oh their phone had died and they had been on a date yeah but like they had a date for like several days which is um, hard for me to wrap my brain so around. So, like, not, like, could not be me. Yeah. Um, and to be clear, we're not judging anybody. No. Like, that's fine if that's the orientation that works for you. But, yeah. like, for us, From I think it's... a safety it's, aspect. Yeah, it's, like, hard to conceptualize that being a thing that yeah. isn't alarming on the other partner's end, right? Totally. Like, if you disappeared for several days and didn't tell me, I'd be like, oh, oh he's dead. Like, oh. I'm calling the police after immediately. A, after a night, I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, like, like especially if we had... And understanding that you were probably going to be home later we and you didn't come many, home. Too many crew, true, 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 that's blah, blah, blah. what I'm true saying. Crime. Yeah. I just like from a safety perspective. Yeah. I think also the other thing about it that's hard for me is that because we do cohabitate. Absolutely. To me, there's like some expectation of transparency. Agreed. Um, Agreed wholeheartedly. Especially because you and I do have a firm line that like nobody's allowed in our fucking house. Yeah. um, Unless we like explicitly, like implicitly trust you. And that's, yeah. And like that's hard to come by. I'm just like very much a weirdo about it and I'm fine to own that. I'm fine with that. Um, But because we cohabitate and like have that boundary in place, not being able to communicate with you about like where I'm going, who I'm going there with. Oh, yeah. Like, God forbid something does happen, then like to me, it just feels important that you know that. I like some some sort of if we were living separately i think it would be different it would be different i agree completely you know yes because then like there isn't this expectation to like have my time be accounted for to someone else right like my cats wouldn't give a shit what time i get home you know no but like you as my partner i feel really weird about just leaving you in the lurch of like see you when i see you like that feels very odd to me totally to be clear though to like specifically answer this question i do think it's possible to have a healthy relationship with that orientation yeah totally same um and i think again too that's why it's a layers thing like you got to do what works best for you Mm -hmm. because also i'm not saying we're on the other spectrum where i'm Mm -mm. it's very much a like there are plenty of grays here yeah but like also i don't think personally like i don't think you should be telling me everything no i don't want every that feels so violating i don't want every like i don't need every piece of tea you know no um and i don't think i need to be telling you the same either like like there's some and I not not for a reason because like it would upset or like be alarming or harming or oh yeah, yeah yeah but just like I just like like as long as you're safe you're happy you're yeah well it also just cool. feels like a disclosure thing right yeah. like I try That's to the word I was looking for, I try sorry. to think through or like a consent thing too like I try to yeah. think through would my partner like would your metamorph yeah. feel comfortable saying this directly to you yeah and like if they wouldn't like if we were all like you know having dinner together and hanging like out all copacetic if they <laughs> thank you yeah Yeah. uh if they wouldn't mention this to you and feel okay about it then why would i mention it no literally yes like that feels like a betrayal of trust that feels like a weird disclosure and like friendships and stuff like yes when you talk yeah yeah and i know for some people there is the like sort of implied like married rule of like these people are married and so anything i tell you you're gonna tell your husband or whatever and like like, that's most people yeah yeah i think a lot of people operate that way i operate like if i tell 
any of my friends or like people who yes. I'm in. Yeah, like married or like long term partner totally, kind of totally, thing. Totally. I just assume, but I think it's different with polyamory because like yeah. that person hasn't agreed to be yes. in relationship with you especially no. because like there is a conversation from my perspective anyways okay there is a conversation that needs to happen with this other partner yeah about like what's your comfort level oh right yeah. like what do you want to do because if you never want to meet my my then, uh nesting partner yeah. then like that's your prerogative and i'm also going to make a conscious effort to maintain those boundaries appropriately yeah. then you know but like yes. if there is a desire to sort of mush together yeah. more um, then it would make sense for me to gradually disclose more and more about that partner to yeah. you as long as they're like, okay with it, you know? But like, if we haven't had that conversation yet, then I'm just erring on the side of like Caught. lack of disclosure. Yeah. So that first of all, that's not violating my partner's boundaries. But second of all, so that yeah. it doesn't blow up in our face, you yeah. know? Cause like, that's also uh, mortifying and I would oh literally God. rather yeah, die. Yeah, with your pants down yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, terrible. No, thank you. So yeah. Yeah, and I think that's again too why I go back to the like treating every relationship as its own. Yes. Because like, some some people will be interested in those disclosures and yeah. like want like and some people want. want to be a part of your life more and so on and so forth. Whereas some people will like want like they're dating you. Yeah. Want nothing else. Like, yeah, and that's want fine. No part, like and that's totally fine. And yeah, exactly. If that's what they agreed upon, and that's why consent and communication so I think important. is so fucking yeah above all. Yeah. Um, because it makes such a difference too in the long term, and I think too this comes up a lot, especially when in regards mm. to polyamory and honestly like monogamous relationships. Yeah. Um, like people should be doing this anyways too, but like what? just like little state of the unions oh, and check-ins. Yes. Yeah, we were talking um, about that on the live stream the other day, actually. Oh, really? I must have missed it. Yeah, um, with the the queer ultimatum. Oh, live yeah, stream. go on. Like, yeah, that like weekly check-ins or yeah. bi-weekly check-ins are whatever, just whatever so works. useful. But yeah, like I think it helps, like especially with being polyamorous and stuff too. And I think it depends on too, at least for us, like the amount of partners and the amount of time we're at, and like just kind of like yeah. checking in and like seeing like how everyone's yes. doing, what what's like what's the vibe what's working, here? what's not working, are there grievances to air and like yeah, I think continually assessing the like approach to yeah. the relationship or like the orientation of the relationship is also useful there's an incredible tool called the relationship smorgasbord that a lot of people reference in polyamory it's yeah. basically just like this big uh flow chart map thing of like different uh amounts of disclosure and investment yeah. and you know sort of escalation connectedness yeah. yeah in relationships and the idea is that in uh polyamorous or you know like non-monogamous like you know yeah. non-relationship escalatory relationship ideally each relationship has the freedom to sort of pick things off of this smorgasbord in the same way that you would like like a little charcuterie board yes, right yes, like course. you don't have to eat everything from left to right all the way to like clear no, the board no, no. No, just you just get to choose. pick and choose like the little yes, things and so, so nice. yeah so i yes. think the like state of the union thing is also nice for that purpose yeah. because like as you continue to become more intimate and like grow trust and whatever continually revisiting this conversation yeah. obviously not in like a fucking boner kill kind of way but like you know in like a respectful yeah. like loving kind of way like what is it that we're aiming for here you know like yeah. do we eventually want to cohabitate do we want to share uh, like pet ownership or you know like for some people that question is kids and or yeah yeah you know like that kind of a thing like do i like want you to meet like? my kids that already exist or do we want to have kids together or like that kind of a thing yeah. you know and so like state of the unions are also great for that just as a no honestly like a fyi i guess yeah, i think it just helps keep everyone on the same page yes. i would say the other thing one of the bigger things too i mm -hmm. think that maybe doesn't get talked about as much or like is something you don't realize until you need it or like people want to use it is the like polyamory kill switch you mean like the veto power thing? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Are we and talking think, about that? I oh. only say that because somebody has vetoed me before and I'm bitter about it. I know. I know. And I think <laughs> it's kind of a crazy because like obviously all within it's this is a this is a hotly. The veto power is, thing is difficult. Do you want me to explain what it is? Yeah, please do. So people use different terms for this. Again, everybody has a different word for yeah. everything in, in polyamory, it yeah. feels like. But um, I call it veto power. Some people call it the kill switch. I um, think that's just me. Oh, have you heard other people say it? I feel it? like I have. Oh, it makes me feel way better. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> or like the, the nuclear button, oh, too. Oh, okay, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, totally, totally. But okay, cool. It essentially, refers to, um, it essentially refers to this phenomenon of like, one partner's ability to say i'm vetoing your relationship with this yeah metamor. to like push the red button so in the like me aaron and sarah example yeah. veto power would look like me getting to say it makes me uncomfortable that you're in a relationship yeah. with sarah end it now or i'm ending my relationship with you yeah. which is to me like it feels really fucked up 
I, I don't like it. It makes me feel really bad. And again, this is another one of those things that like everybody is going to come to the table with their own yes. perspectives and what wants happened, and needs. What what their experiences are. Yes. Like what yes. In my opinion, I think if you're going to have the veto power thing on the table, it feels important to at least make that disclosure up front. Yeah. Because um, it is kind of hard to have. Oh, like it, it's you're happened to you're me. Affecting to, you're not just affecting yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's happened to me um, where somebody got back together with uh, a previous partner who was insecure about yes. the hinge partner being polyamorous and so basically like our relationship was terminated without my consent and oh, without and any so notice abruptly. yeah and so i was kind of like okay fuck me i guess yeah. like i guess i just won't have a seat at this table which like it's almost in worse hindsight, than getting dumped honestly yes. i think so in like, hindsight it was kind of illuminating because it was like okay well like to me at least in that particular arrangement it felt like that partner didn't really value or respect my input about the yeah. future of our relationship and so to be fair, that's not a relationship that I want to be no. in where my input's not valued. Or can be um, just like... But like having the awareness that your relationship could get vetoed at any time, in my opinion, is like an important thing to disclose. Yeah. I ooh, I want to like tread carefully because, again, I know that everybody will find their own... Of course. ...comfort and uh, like norms and that's totally fine. Yeah. But I will say within the polyamorous community, people don't really look kindly on the veto power I, thing. Yeah. It's it's extreme. Yeah, it and is like, a little extreme. It's difficult. I do understand the need, like, sure. Like I understand when stuff gets out of hand, mm -hmm. or like can get out of hand, or someone's feeling overwhelmed, or like yeah. Well, and life shit happens too. Life shit does right? definitely happen. Yeah, but I think somebody's it's, having a crisis or whatever, and you yeah. need to like de-escalate and stuff. Like that's fair. Yeah, I think I think definitely the being open and upfront with it with your mm -hmm. partners if you're gonna do that. Um, yeah, but I think that's just something to think about too as you're like getting into it. It's kind of like jumping off, you know, like like putting you're not like putting your feet in the water, you know, like you're jumping into the whole pool because it's kind of that thing like where you can like you can get off the ride. I think the gravity and the weight you have to give different relationships and yeah. the you know like looking outside of yourself if you are feeling uncomfortable and this is why. I I think those state of the unions are so important so critical because if you're getting into a place where you're feeling out of control and out of out of your out depth, of whack or yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which can be a totally scary feeling yeah and that's um, a real thing but like then to like call on your other your partner or your like primary or however you're and your doing support it, systems and yeah stuff, to like right? kind of like press the kill switch then like the thing that's hard about it is too you're not just like affecting one person yes and i think like between like a resentment and like mm -hmm. mistrust and like also you can like feel like very like whiplash like blindsiding yeah um, yeah and so at least from what i've experienced or like heard from other people yeah and, like, your experience with it yeah um, i was blindsided for sure yeah it's like uh, it's just like how do you even just like mouth open mm-hmm like okay thanks yeah. for telling me i guess like yeah i'm not even asking for my input here well, that's what i'm saying too you're like totally taking because Someone's, it's hard to uh agency because it's like with the gray area stuff comes in especially too if like you're like the hierarchical stuff and i know that's why people lean away from that and stuff and like if you were doing some of the solo poly yeah and this is why i say like the different flavors of everything make it that's why there's no when people talk about polyamory yeah there's absolutely no one size fits all oh in no. my opinion no because there's no way because like nor between, should there be i don't think so either and i think that's the beauty of it yeah i think that's what's sure. so cool about it but I think these are just things too, like if you're you are new and you're just like getting familiar yeah, and, yeah. and stepping into it, like these are all things to think about. Like of course like what when it look looks like good for you. And when it works and when everyone's yes. on the same page, it's the coolest fucking thing in the it's world. It's so great. But um, it doesn't. And and and, and it's really and hard. Be, yeah, this it can get messy as fuck really yeah. fast. Yeah. And I think that's something important. That's definitely to, something that we've experienced, like yeah. biting off more than we can chew and being like, oh, oh fuck, fuck, so fuck, fuck, so. fuck, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I, and and I know? feel like, too, it always happens, like, because this is the way it works for me. As I, I go from, like, very mild, boring and, like, slow and steady yes. to, like, Zero to oh, my God, now everything is out of control. And there's, like, it's way too many bad. people. And I'm juggling, like, 55 things. And yeah. now there's just, How do like, I do this ethically? Yeah. And then, like, the giving, like, I'm only giving, like, 5% of myself to everything then. Yes. And nothing is, yeah, 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 no yeah. one's, like, actually getting your full attention. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The other thing about that. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Let me think. Oh, oh, I remember. Tell me, tell me, tell me. The other thing about that, too, that was really illuminating for us uh, when we were first starting out was remembering what you said earlier about, like, you know, that you're making the decision for another person. Yeah. And I know that it sounds sort of silly and cliche, but, like, it is a thing that people repeat a lot, too, that, like, 
even your metamors and people that you're not interacting with are still people. Oh, right? yeah. It does sound like a silly thing to say, but like also really important to remember. Yes. Well, and I think especially because there's the trope of like the married couple who wants to like spice up their marriage. No, please, and no, add please, a no, third please, no. Person. We only play together. Uh, yes. Yeah. That like we are looking for someone to like spice up our marriage yes, or whatever. The unicorn um, thing. Yes. It's like very dehumanizing, right? Like yeah. I've actually had people approach me and be like, do you want to be a surprise for my husband's oh, birthday? My God. And like, I'm not an object. No. And also you're just too cheap to hire a sex worker. No. Right. Yes. So like that approach is uh, a thing that's like, yeah. again, not really widely. And I'm not amending accepted. that one. Like I stand by that because it shit is that fucked sucks. up. Yeah. yeah. You're like being you like. It feels really bad. Like obviously like the thruple and the triad thing can totally yeah, work. Of course. But like that is a different that's mood. a different that's thing. a different flavor than yes. like hey i want to fuck you for one night and like treat you like an object and like right? get the fuck out after we're done because also again it's the issue where like we are prioritizing our relationship yes. and we're treating you as like an accessory couple's and privilege. like a thing yeah. yeah the couple's privilege thing is like such a real it's, thing and it's like so important to be aware yeah. of because that's the other issue with like the veto power thing is like essentially you're saying like this relationship with this person is more valuable than yes. this relationship with yours yes. and so therefore i'm entitled to make decisions about your life for, for you, or you. actually we're actually, entitled yeah, to yeah, make decisions point. about your life for you which is just like not a fun thing no. to be on the receiving end oh yeah because you're you totally know? out of control i mean you're just it feels real bad and thankfully yours had happened early on in the relationship yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't like we but were like, deep in that had by been... any means well yeah and that's why i said like i'm kind of glad that that happened absolutely in the way that it did because i would have felt that was coming i would have felt fucking gutted if i had ended up being in that relationship and like oh yeah emotionally involved only to find yeah. out that like basically i'm getting cast off like an object you know um, but like that is a real thing that it's people hurtful. do and it yeah. sucks you know it feels real bad so i guess that's the other like piece of advice <laughs> that we would give is just to be holding that in the front of your mind right that yeah. like it's especially with the couple's privilege thing it's not uncommon to end up in this place where you're sort of thinking more abstractly about the people that you're in relationships with yeah. but like it's not abstract to them right no, like it's no. very real ass emotional ass like invested ass yes. feelings that are gonna get squished if we're not being like ethical <sighs> and considerate yeah you know hurts my heart to think yeah i know <laughs> yeah. why do we always end up here at the end of the episode i know why do we always talk about sad shit at the end of the episodes oh. yeah i don't know how we end up in this sad place <sighs> at the end of all of the episodes so we do. but so it's we do. fine listen i think i think we answered all of the questions i think so too if we didn't leave us questions and yeah. we'll do a better job of answering questions honestly yeah if you guys we're want. happy to talk about it obviously we have no problem yamming on Clearly. about our own thoughts and feelings thank endlessly. you for listening to us yeah, yeah i am excited to talk more about polyamory because oh, I, I really feel like it's a thing that we should just normalize um uh, yeah, in like, like a non-stick Stigmatizing way, Agreed. you know. Um, obviously, everybody like polyamory is the umbrella term, and everybody will fall in a different place with yes. their particular wants and needs. But like to me, especially, I think to us, kind of, um, yeah, we conceptualize polyamory in like a more like literal interpretation of the word, yeah. like poly meaning many, amory meaning love, um, like. The idea that we could love uh, and like equally care for oh, yeah. um, friends and siblings and family members is like not a foreign thing. And so like, so, yeah. why does it have to be a foreign thing when we talk about romantic love, you know? And I just wish people would talk about that more because there's also like... The patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But there is very much yeah. the stigma of like, oh, you guys just want to like fuck anything that moves, right? And like... Let me for tell some you, people, that's not the case. Yeah, for some people, that's like part of a sexual liberation and that's wonderful and that's for cool. them. Also, yeah, too, if that is what you want to do, fucking yeah, do it. that's great. But also, I think we should normalize that there are polyamorous people yeah. who don't view it that way, right? And that, like, it's not also just ace people and yes, or, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, sex doesn't even have to be a part of polyamory at all. You know, I've seen so many people and talked to so many people who are just yes. like, oh, I'm just here to like make. They just right. have like, the most beautiful little polycules know, of like ace yeah. people, and it makes my heart yeah. so happy. I don't know why people are so goddamn judgmental. Like, if you're not also like, that's the other it's thing so too. Sweet. Like, sex doesn't have to justify a relationship. Correct. Yeah, that's another part of the relationship escalator. We but also talk about we don't have time to get into all of that no. today. So, um. Do we have yeah. any recs for the week? So mine actually yeah. is going to be the... Oh, I already forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> Do your rec real quick and I'll find it. Okay. Um, My rec this week, I just got back from a trip to New Orleans with my best friend. We had so much fun. But when I was there, one of the things I decided I wanted to do was buy some art from local oh, artists. You found such cool fucking art. We, we, yeah, we stumbled upon this little like local art co-op and all of the stuff in there was incredible. So I bought a couple of things and then we just kept finding local artists and cool shit. So I just kept buying uh, local art I and cool believe, shit. I cannot believe, yeah. Um, way better than any souvenir it was you've so ever fun. brought back. Yes, it's if so you. 
you good. if you are a person who like is not really drawn to the idea of like souvenir magnets or stickers or whatever, which personally, if you are, it's super valid. Um, but like I am not really same. Um, we're just not stuff people. But I love art. Yes, and so that was our newfound discovery that we want to have a gallery wall in our, our like a big beautiful Maximus gallery yes. wall that is filled Maximus. with <laughs> Maximus maximalist gallery wall that is filled with art we yes. found from our travels in other places. So that's my rec is buy local art when every time you're on vacation and then keep them as fun little souvenirs because it'll make your heart happy. My rec is if you got that instrument sitting in that corner. Yeah. yeah, Just play it. Play it. Just play it a little. Like 30 seconds. It's meant to be fun. It is meant to be fun. I always get so caught up in that. I do so badly with that. Like if you're not perfect at it, then I can't do it. Yeah. And yes, you can. I won't do it. Art is Go meant to be, be experiential and fun yes. and to bring you joy, not for the, not to be like a, a grade yes. or a graded thing. Thanks, being an overachieving Yeah, fuck student. that shit. Yeah. Okay, great. Those are our recs. I love that both of our recs were art-based this oh, week. Oh, I love art. That was yeah. so sweet. Okay, great. Thank you for coming. Yes. Uh, if you want to support the pod, you can like the videos. You Please can subscribe do. on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, and then leave us five-star reviews Woo. if you like the pod. Thank you, guys. That's it. We Bye. love you the most, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.